Hey, what's good? My name is Crossword, and you are now tuned in to the Encore Radio Show. The views and comments expressed on the following radio program by its hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the views of... Good morning, folks. Thank you guys for tuning to the Uncle Radio Show. It's Wise Soul sitting here, as you guys heard, with Crossword. Uh, so, man, I just, yo, honestly, I have a lot. I have a ton of questions. So, I'm not even sure where I want to start. Let's let's start with this one. You're you are Iranian and Canadian. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. talk to me about that. So obviously, I'm from the U.S. Um, the Middle East is not seen as it's seen differently. As then. Oh yeah. 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 I know. I know. I know from like a a fact and b from people I know out there. Um, you know, it tends to unfortunately get lumped into this one. Yeah. Big pot. You yeah. know, I have a friend from New York who is she's Bengal. She's Bangladeshi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, if you know anything about anything, like they're not like um Middle Eastern. Yeah, yeah. But get confused for like they you know, all lumped in. Yeah, all lumped in and and, and, and get like especially after nine eleven, things mm-hmm. are really stressful. Yeah. And it's like uh, another example is how the treatment of Sikhs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the yes, US. I mean like it's insane. Like they're not even close like they wear turbans mm-hmm. first of all muslims yeah. don't wear turbans At all. like and people will think like a muslims wear turbans yeah, and b ignorant. they think that like sikhs are terrorists it's like mm-hmm. yo they're not even muslim like yeah. I'm, i mean not 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 to equate i'm gonna i'm gonna clarify not to equate muslim with terrorists but it's mm-hmm. like if you're looking for muslims yeah then you're not looking for sikhs yeah not but at all. but they get lumped in right so again terrorist is a misused word mm-hmm. it's a abused word because yeah. it's not used in proper context when yeah. when people who are not muslim commit mm-hmm. atrocities absolutely you know what i'm saying so i don't want to i i you know right off the bat we're not going to associate muslim with terrorists yeah but the fact of the matter is right now people are confusing non-muslims for muslims mm-hmm. and like also confusing muslims for terrorists yeah so i mean you know i feel like uh one thing that i i, I found kind of interesting how you said it was you said i'm iranian and canadian mm-hmm. we don't we don't really put it that way in, in, in Canada. Okay. It's, it's kind of like, you know, the way I write it out is the way I say it. I'm Iranian-Canadian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's kind of just like recognition of both. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah, I'm in Canada. Um, so I'm Canadian. I'm also, my background is Persian. Mm-hmm. I'm Iranian. Mm-hmm. And I could be anybody. You know, it's like, I feel like, you know, you could be Jamaican-Canadian. Mm-hmm, you could be, mm-hmm. you could be um, Egyptian-Canadian. Yeah. You can be native indigenous canadian yeah. you know you, all that stuff I, I feel like in in canada we definitely have this this recognition of where we're from mm-hmm. while at the same time where we're at which i feel like a lot of other places in the world everywhere in the world is pretty much like 
is a lot of this like you know you what else are you against us you know what yeah. I'm saying like it's like you can't be you can't be German and Turkish no yeah. no no you're the German or Turkish uh-huh. you can't be American and Trinidadian you're either yeah. American or, Tr- or like, Trinidadian what, what are you exactly. right you know like so I, I, that, that's one thing I like about 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 Toronto specifically because we have so many cultures out here you mm-hmm. know the rest of Canada not as cosmopolitan but mm-hmm. here in Toronto we have that and we got we got to recognize so why do you what why do you think Toronto I mean Aside from the fact that uh, obviously there's a, I mean, because look, I'm, I, I live in New York, and we have we have a very similar mix, uh, if not a bigger mix, or whatever. Uh, we are the quote unquote melting pot, right? Right. At the same time, you know, New Yorkers. I mean, we're, we're New York is a little bit different, but the U.S. in general, they're not as inviting as yeah. our northern neighbors. So mm. why, what is why, why do you think that? I think it's really history. You okay. know, we don't really have much of it here. Okay. Um, okay. You know, I mean, there's if you really if you look into it, uh, and you don't have to dig too deep, you can see a lot of fucked up shit that that um, can I cuss? I can cuss. Yeah, right? you can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, a lot of fucked up shit that the Canada's done mm-hmm. all around the world. Like, yeah. it still does. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like it's 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 kind of messed up. It's like there's on the surface, Toronto is very inviting, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. I I feel like the reason for that is the history. It's like we don't have like you know people mad at each other for like you know slavery yeah, and like. Yeah. Abuse, like real shit abuse that happened on our turf. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I feel like that that history isn't quite there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to act like Canada's like some kind of patron saint of shit. If you look <laughs> at like, if you look at um, you know, Canadian companies that that don't have any respect for human rights, mm-hmm. but they just operate abroad, like yeah. mining companies, gold mining companies mm-hmm. in South America and Africa, like. No disregard, a complete disregard for human rights. Yeah. Even in Alberta, complete disregard for environmental mm. uh, health. Okay. But like they're still doing this shit. Um, so you know, Canada's no saint, but I feel like on a very real level of like, at least in Toronto, of communicating with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I grew up with everybody. We we yeah. just grew, especially if you go to public school, you yeah. grow up with everybody. Even in mm-hmm. private school, like you grow up with with people of all different cultures. So it's like it's not even like a, oh, I'm here, you there, let's not. We can't we can't talk to each other. Mm-hmm. I've been telling everyone this, whatever, and I think 2020 is gonna be a different year. It's gonna be a different time. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, 2020, four years from now, you know, so many things will have changed. So much, so much more people on, on all sides in general will be so much more aware. I think a lot of it at this moment right now is ignorance. To an yeah. extent, like, uh, and I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't think anyone should be ignorant because if you look at it, we all have cell phones. Google is right there. Right. The internet is right there. Right. If you have access to information and you choose not to use it, that's on you. Right. You know, so being blissfully ignorant does not, doesn't fly in my book. No, I mean, I feel like, honestly, the internet's just, a, a, it's it's also a double-edged sword, too. Mm-hmm. I, everything it is. Can, you know, no, everything is, too. Be. You know, because, like, you see mad people, like, just posting up, posting up misinformation mm-hmm. all the time and mm-hmm. it's like it's really even who do you trust it's like you you know wikipedia is a very good resource but at the same time everyone can access it so yeah. if you're reading information that has been biased mm-hmm. uh, you know ha- has some biased input in it yeah. you know like there's moderators sure but like if it's, if someone's just sitting there from like fox news and like you know <laughs> replacing everything with 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 their own bias good old then fox. you know like it's what, what what are you really getting right exactly. so 
I feel like honestly, sometimes the best the best place to go is 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 the library. <laughs> you know, just just literally kick it old school. You guys <laughs> go to the library here. There's a great library right down the street, man. Really? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, our libraries are, like, are very dusty at this point right sometimes. now. Sometimes, you know, I mean, I think I think ours are too. Like ours are definitely like evolving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the computers are definitely a big part of them now. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they give out Wi-Fi codes yet, but like they're definitely <laughs> they're definitely adapting. They have to. Yeah. But I just do feel like in every in every arena, like a, an authority is kind of needed. It's like yeah, it's like, yeah. yo, this is right. Like you gotta kind of like there's there's there's, there's a certain amount of regulation that's needed mm-hmm. to be like, hey, you know what? Like, okay, there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. We kind of found a few things that we trust. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And again, the bias has to be removed from that yeah. equation because then you, you you put bias in there then you start getting stuff like some of these like messed up textbooks we're seeing that like uh, you know like i don't know i heard about in texas they got a textbook that says like uh, slaves were actually not slaves and yeah. they were happy to they be were there sharecroppers they were share, happy. yeah like, like some yeah, bullshit like really that actually. Like, yeah. <laughs> so i mean like you know obviously you gotta have and, and other shit about like you know oil companies like funding textbooks you can't have that no, like what the fuck no. you know you cannot have this you can't have business and part of education yeah. because they don't they're yeah. not gonna want to make them they're not gonna want to portray themselves right. in the real light that they actually are you know if they made a mistake you should be able to own up to that or whatever and own up to why you did it or right you know, but of course yeah not. instead instead they're just apologizing for it you'd you know, be lucky if you even get an apology tex- i mean yeah right tex- textbooks are like textbooks sometimes they can be very uh a half-assed like apology it's like mm. Yeah, we did this, but we're better now. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we might have fucked over the the, the, the indigenous peoples People. of this land, but, but we're not doing it anymore. Yeah. And it's like, but you yo, the shit that. that you did is like still like trickling down mm-hmm. into like what yeah. what society is now. An like, issue that you something that you may have done two hundred, three hundred years ago still has effects on those. If I mean. Just, just look at it, you know, like even like Indian, like we have Native Native Americans, which I, I think is a foolish name. So I'm gonna go with the Indigenous as well. Yeah. You know, um, we have Indigenous people that live on reservations. You know, those reservations are full of um, prob like real problems. Right. Right. Real, you know, joblessness and alcoholism is like a huge problems on, res- yeah. on Indigenous reservations in the U.S. And we, it's just like it's overlooked completely. It's the same story out here, man. It's the same story, and it's like you know that's why art is so powerful. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it's just it's just a no matter where you're from, like your story is valued. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's I, I mean that's that's the approach that I take at least. You know, like I don't want to hear about Beamer, Benz, and Bentleys 24-7. Like, I want to hear about that, you know, maybe an hour a day or something like that mm-hmm. just to kind of motivate me a little yeah. bit. <laughs> but um, but apart from that, like, you know, I really I really genuinely want to hear, like, give me your worst, man. Give me yeah. your give me your most fucked up. Like, tell me, tell me how you feel, man. Like, exactly. <laughs> that's what I really want. Exactly. So at Crossword MC, yeah. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, we're working on Instagram right now. Okay. Um, you know what? We all are. I was, we all are. I mean, here's the thing. I, I was Team BlackBerry for the longest time. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like BlackBerry Curve. I never like even when they like you know they got the new CEO and they like switched uh-huh. up and tried to make it more yeah you know more like accessible to millennials and shit and uh-huh. start getting Instagram on there. I still didn't have that one. Oh, wow. I had the older one. Okay. It was a great durable phone. I loved it. Absolutely. But, no, yeah, I have yeah, one yeah. too. I believe you. Like this, this, this. I got some cracks on my phone. I'm pointing at them right now. Yeah. This, this business would not have happened <laughs> with my BlackBerry. I'll tell you that much. Um, but for that reason, I was late to the Instagram game. Mm-hmm. And some somebody already has my handle. Uh-huh. But oh, I've been damn. getting some good advice. I've been getting some good advice from people to be like, yo, 
if they because they haven't used their instagram in years right yeah. so they don't use it any more followers which i do like i don't got a lot but i got i got i got, mm-hmm. I got a few mm-hmm. um then they're like yeah you can totally like challenge that to like instagram you know what's funny was that um so i had i challenged facebook to give me to give me my name and i got it okay right now at the time facebook didn't own instagram so I tried to challenge Instagram for the same thing, and they said no. Oh. I, tried, I did the same thing with Twitter, and they said no, too. So that was like four years ago now. So I'm going to try again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, All I've been doing, I've just been spamming and spamming them like every day or yeah, every yeah. other day just to kind of see and what And they're just happened. not responding? No, it would, no, no, no. no. It doesn't work. It doesn't Damn. work. Yeah, because like, I, I, did, I did hit the person up. Uh-huh. I did hit, uh, I, believe it's, I, believe, uh, I believe it's a female that has my name on Instagram, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at CrossroadMC. But I don't believe she raps, so I'm oh. like, why are you crossword MC? Like, what does the MC stand for? Is that your maybe your first and last initial? I don't know, but like, that's cool. You know, maybe you know Mariah Carey's first maybe, and last initial. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's Mariah Carey, maybe. and that's why I can't get She's it. Trolling you, She's all. trolling me. She's trolling me. She's trolling you. She's trolling you. All right, so let's talk about the uh, Canadian hip hop scene for a second. Yeah, yeah, let's uh, do it. So you've been to the U.S. and you've hit a couple of states, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, last and this, this just in 2015 alone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, those scenes obviously are significantly older than the scenes that you see here or you see in New York or some of those other right. states, right? So, what's the mo- what's the most glaring difference between those scenes over there and the scene here in Canada or Toronto? Yeah, I mean, definitely the the history is is there. Mm-hmm. You know, New York via Jamaica is where hip hop started. Tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them. Uh, no, but New York is where hip hop started, and and you know Toronto's got a deep hip hop history, mm-hmm. but unfortunately it's not a consistent hip hop history. Fair enough. Okay. Um, and Toronto's, it's it's we're a new city. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, the history is really not there. So like, we're really the first generation. Mm. I'm a first generation Canadian. We're really the first generation that's like I keep hearing that's that. got that's got that like that that Canadian. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. at the forefront yeah. rather than like our background or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. So you're really getting this more uh, consistent sound now. Okay. And you're okay. getting more people on the same page of all different, all different cultures, right? Because mm-hmm. it was our parents that immigrated here, and it was yeah. them that, that still had that that their the culture from you know back their culture then, from, from before. Back home, yep. and now we're the ones who are really creating. So it's like urban culture, not even urban, just multiculture. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't really wasn't really a focus yes. for a long time in Toronto because frankly it was. Well, it's old boys club type stuff like mm-hmm, a lot of mm-hmm. you know very white because that's who had been in Canada for, for all, all these time, years yeah. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like not to discredit all the people who have been here who waves of immigration from from time right like yeah. we've had you know Japanese Canadians from time like you know we had the we uh, again going back to ugly history we did have the internment uh yeah yeah camps yeah uh you know during world war ii mm-hmm. uh same as same we, as had the US. In, we had them in the u.s yeah. as well yeah same as the u.s right so it's like so not to discredit that but i feel like as a on mass like a mass population of of uh people of various ethnic backgrounds is definitely this is the generation for it mm-hmm. so now you're starting to see you know not only are we into hip-hop and do we resonate with hip-hop and do we love hip-hop but like we're actually making it and yeah. we're making it a high clip because yeah before it was just a few cats and then mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. rest were just you know the rest were, were making music but like 
maybe it was more reflective of their old, own cultures. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, you look at Cardinal, he's yeah, always had yep. a heavy West Indian influence mm-hmm. in his music. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, in Toronto and Canada, there's, there's a bit of like an inferiority complex okay, to okay. America when it comes to like, it's, it's got to sound like that. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I feel like Cardinal was a bit ahead of his time because he kind of got shafted for that. Absolute, because people absolutely. were kind of like, I think, I think in general, people were just kind of like, Oh, he's dope, but it, it doesn't sound like that New York shit. It doesn't sound yeah. like this. It sounds different, and it's yeah. like that's a great thing. But yeah. you know, maybe maybe now we're more accepting of different because it's exactly. more of a pride. You know, it's more exactly. of a pride. Like, Yo, this is Toronto, and maybe it's not one person doing. It. Maybe it's like a whole. You know, but mm-hmm. hey, shit. Shout out to Cardinal for being ahead of his time. Absolutely. You know, the one thing I, I, I as much as I didn't like this debut, this particular era, um, having the scene shift from New York to the South was needed mm-hmm. because then we had the opportunity to hear what's happening in the south and having the south run things right. for for you know six seven years or whatever it was and then you know now it's a like i would say that it went out west for like three years mm-hmm. and then now it just you hear almost everything on a regular basis i mean i guess seeing that my situation is a little bit biased because like, i don't just listen to the radio yeah you know a lot of my work is in indie and is in the hip indie hip-hop scene so yeah, yeah. you know i'm hearing things from chicago i'm hearing things from hell i'm hearing things from wisconsin right <laughs> you know? right right i'm hearing things from all over so i really have the opportunity yeah, yeah. to think so i i gravitate more so the Toronto scene, um, hip hop scene, because I am West Indian and yeah, I, yeah. I, I and I am American as well. So I, I to hear the the the, the sound, it sounds something that I would do if I was an artist, which I'm yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. something that I would do, you know. But you are also an artist as well. So yeah, talk yeah. a little bit about about your about your artistry, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Did you talk about in your work? Yeah, I mean, I just um, you know, as as my name suggests, crossword and very definitely into lyricism and, and, and trying to make trying to make the words count mm-hmm. um, you know I'll even prioritize that maybe overflow uh, sometimes but you know it's, it's, it's all it's all it's all trying to get everything at the right time you know yeah having that flow having those bars having someone to say um, and so I talk about I just try to talk about myself my history I'm a you know like I said first generation Canadian mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, growing up in in, in, a, in a new country that had nothing to do with my parents. Yeah. So it's like I was an outcast, like mm-hmm. just right mm-hmm. off the bat. You know, yeah. like, I didn't have nothing. I had no family, nothing. Like yeah. basically everything I, I gleaned mm-hmm. was, you know, through my own like findings. And shit, yeah. Right? So yeah. Um, See, and I understand that. Yeah. That's, that's, I, feel that's, like that's, I feel like that's a story that a lot of people are understand because yeah. even not in america in america i'm, I'm legitimately i'm outcast yeah. Yeah. almost everywhere i go period so you know that's why i really appreciate this scene here it's pretty dope it really yeah. is dope yeah i gotta say that it's like be proud of that shit you know like i i think it's it's, it's a lot of like took it's taken a lot of being comfortable mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. myself and who i am and yeah and, and what my story is mm-hmm. you know like it's honestly when, when you when you haven't been steeped in a culture you you don't really even know what your story is. Like yeah. you don't even really know like what you're about. It's yeah. Like, yeah. So it's taken a long time to find that, but I, I'm my, my goal is to hone in on that and to mm-hmm. kind of tell my story and at, at the same time telling my story to still be provocative, to still yeah. be you know be a little out there, mm-hmm. whether it's with whether it's with the flow, whether it's with the beats selection that I choose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my producer Justin Limited, who's mm-hmm. a co-conspirer, he's mm-hmm. he's just always. I can't even describe his beats, man. Like it's just like he's just on his own shit, man. Yeah. Like he's, you know, and and, and again, like I think all our backgrounds kind of play a part, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. So like, I'm 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 Persian, right? And yeah. If you look yeah. At, like 
ancient Persian poetry, if you really look at that, it's all metaphorical. It's mm-hmm. like all like it's really out there. Yeah. You, you kind of read that shit and you're like, you gotta think like three, four times about what the fuck they're actually saying. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about like, you know, Hafez, um, Rumi, uh, Sadi, like, you know, Omar, Omar Khayyam, like all these guys, like they they were all like speaking bare metaphors mm-hmm. and i feel like that's really my style is like yeah. sometimes i can't even help but i've been like i'm gonna be the most straightforward as possible with this bar uh-huh. and then it'll still turn out like some like abstract metaphorical <laughs> shit i'll be like i'll read it back and be like yo who's gonna get what that? am i even saying you know it's like i kind of feel like like i, I don't feel like i'm alone in that like uh-huh. Ghostface, yeah he's, he's gone and been like Someone's been like, what do you mean by, I think he's, he's been asked like still, some, well, what do you mean by this bar? It's like, I don't know, man. It made sense at the time. Like, <laughs> sometimes the bars be like that. You know? <laughs> gotta sit down, gotta sit down and, you know, as you're writing it, like, okay, yeah. well, this is what I mean. So just in case anyone ever asks me <laughs> down the line, yeah, I was talking about this particular thing. Right, right, gotta, right. gotta annotate your own lyrics, yeah, basically. I, I, I gotta, that's like rap, that's like awesome genius. Yeah, genius, yeah, shit. yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Rob Markman, man. Dope, really, real dope dude. All right, so you are, I just, I mean, just say you are an artist or whatnot. Um, so not only do you see the scene from that side, but you also see it from the curator side. Right. You have a chance to build creatively with the same mm-hmm. artists that you're mm-hmm. actually putting on. Yeah, yeah. So do you think that gives you like a competitive advantage um, from other artists who don't curate? No, no, uh-huh. not at all. Um, I feel like curating is my plan B. Okay, okay, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, you know, I feel like I feel like everybody's got one. I feel like everybody's yeah. got. It, it, you know, Plan B is kind of like a, a mockery of the term. Uh-huh. I feel like it's 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 my it's my it's my secondary trade. It's okay, my like, fair or enough. Not even secondary. Sometimes, but primary. Mm-hmm. I really try to separate the two. I try to be like, yo, if I'm an artist, I'm going like whole hog as an artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm a if I'm putting on a show, mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm putting my all into that show. Yeah. And I try not to collude them because. You know, I've done it before and it ends up half-assing. You yeah, know? So, yeah. Like, I've, I've, I've been that dude that, like, puts on, like, two shows a year and puts myself on all my shows. Like, <laughs> it, you know, I, I feel like it's not, not as fulfilling, right? Yeah. Where I do feel I have a competitive advantage, but it's my competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that others don't have their own. Mm-hmm. Um, is, you know, I've I've been putting in work as an independent artist mm-hmm. for years. I used yeah. to be in a band that, was, that took four years of my really prime creative um mm-hmm. life in my mm-hmm. 20 in my you know early 20s mm-hmm. um was just focusing on that band yeah yeah and yeah. through that work um you know i've, I've I learned how to tour i learned how to book tours yeah i learned how to tour like yeah. you know what i'm saying like i'll be talking to people like i'll be like yo so okay you never been on tour before right mm. and i'm like all right how much tea do you drink <laughs> you better start now <laughs> Because I've been through that. Like, yeah. I've been through that. My, my competitive advantage is my experience. Yeah. Like, I've that's, been, that's I did, been, I did my first perfect. tour was a six day, 11 day tour. Like, yeah. and that's nothing, right? And I lost my voice by the end of it. Yeah, I believe that. Right? I'm surprised you didn't lose it. I mean, that, was, being that, that being your your first tour, I'm surprised you didn't lose it halfway through. I actually did. Let's see, there we I go. Did, okay. It, it, it just happened that it just happened. It just so happened that by the last day, I just had no voice. <laughs> um, so I was like, pretty much like, like lip singing yeah. without a backing track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, that, you know, like, I mean, you learn things, right? And, and through my travels as well, you alluded to that. Last year, I had the opportunity to go to A3C in Atlanta. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And over there, just like being in an environment where everyone's just trying to help each other, yeah. which is where I, really what I felt it was. Yep. I'm not going to lie. I heard some horror stories before going in there. I heard mm-hmm. like, I heard it was basically like just one big street with people trying to sell you a mixtape. <laughs> um, that's what that's what people were telling me. Men's, men's, men's were being like, yo, I went down there and this guy tried to like sell me a CD that was like, you know, on a... Um, 
like a blank disc. On blank disc. Yeah. With like didn't like Sharpie written. <laughs> and man's trying to sell it to me for ten bucks. Bruh. And my boy's like, yo, I, I had my nicely packaged CD, like shrink wrapped and everything. Mm. And I was like, okay, my CD is obviously worth more than yours, but let's yeah. trade. Uh-huh. And the man turned back to him and was like, all right, five bucks. Nah, fam. Like, nope. you know, no. Nope. Like, right? so nope. Like, nope. I, I, I kind of went in there like, I was like, I was like hoping for the best, preparing for the worst, mm-hmm. that being the worst. That's what you should be doing. Always, <laughs> always, always. It was just, it, you know, A2C just blew my mind. It, yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it was totally like, I went back, I told him why I was like, yo, man, I think you should go again. I think you should give him another shot. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. You know, made so many connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, actually, that's what kickstarted this 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 new idea that, this idea that, that I have, uh, about to put in fruition um, called the Great Lakes Alliance because mm-hmm. since I started I, I basically the long and short of it is my band broke up in 2014 mm-hmm. I decided to take a full time job because I didn't have to go to rehearsals like yeah, in the yeah. UK anymore so I, I could do the uh-huh. 9 to 5 bullshit I hated the 9 to 5 bullshit quit that went on a road trip came back started going ham on, mm-hmm. on the promotions mm-hmm. and since I started doing that we were kind of like yo we're gonna we're gonna service Central Canada we're gonna service you know Toronto obviously Ottawa Montreal mm-hmm. You know, even like some smaller subsidiary cities like, you know, London, Ontario. Yeah, yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. Sudbury. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what a Kingston, right? Like these, these other cities, Quebec City, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that was our goal. And we were like, you know, we went with like in, in earnest. We were like, yo, I'm, we had connections with all these promoters. Like, yeah, yeah I've toured yeah. Canada. Mm-hmm. I've been to the Yukon. Mm-hmm. That is far. <laughs> how, about, how about how far? For people who don't know like me, I don't, I don't okay. know how far you How is. far? We were doing stops along the way, uh-huh. and we still, to get to Yukon, we still did three overnight drives. Why not? That's crazy. That's crazy. That's to, crazy. Let me put it in perspective. To get to Winnipeg from Toronto, which is the nearest city of consequence uh-huh. west of Toronto, uh-huh. it takes longer to get there than it does to drive to Florida. From here, That's crazy. Nah, that's crazy. Yeah. Atlanta nah. is about 15 hours, right? Yeah. From Toronto. Give or take. It's about 15 hours in Toronto. Winnipeg, 24. Wait, Toronto, wait, it's 15 hours? Atlanta from Toronto, 15 hours, yeah. Really? Yeah. Driving? Driving? Yeah. Damn, because from, from... It's like 17, right? From New York to Toronto. From New York to ATL is like 12 hours. 12 hours, yeah. Uh, nah, nah, maybe even longer. Men's, men's, I, remember, I remember I was in Atlanta. Men's, men's from Jersey were saying, yo, it took us like 17 hours. Yeah, because it's... It's because it's um, 10 hours, or about 10 to 12 from, yeah, but we from shoot New York. Down. As long as yeah. we get to Detroit, it's like straight shot. Oh, down. wow. Now, see, we don't have, to, we, have to, we have to cut. We literally are driving along the East Coast. Yeah, I mean, like, you know. It, Jesus, that's what's up. Toronto's actually in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a pretty unique position. Yeah, that's dope. If you're touring, uh-huh. if you're touring and you're going from the Midwest to the East Coast or vice versa, you hit made. You, you are wasting your, like, you're not wasting your time, but, like, you can do, you know, you can, it's, it's easy. If you're doing, if you got a show in, in, yeah, you actually you are wasting your time. If you <laughs> you 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 got a show in Detroit and Buffalo, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you're wasting your time if you stay in America. Yeah, yeah. So you can you can either do you know do that, and obviously, I, I, no offense to Toledo or Cleveland, you can still do Cleveland too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If you if you cut through Canada, but like you know you can do go around. Yeah. Or you can just shoot straight through from Detroit to Buffalo. How and far then do is it Cleveland from here? From how far is it from here to like Chicago? Eight hours. Yo. Yo, I don't think I can make. I think well, I think from New York to, to Chicago is like nine hours from. I've from driven here. from Chicago to New York. Yo, man, that's what's up. That's, that's I mean, what's like, up. you are here, in a unique area though. That's well, here's perfect. the thing though, and here and here's and here's the kicker. It's like, yeah, it's eight hours, right? And, and Detroit's right in the middle, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So let's use these three cities as an example. If I'm from, you know, Detroit, I want to go to Chicago or I want to go to Toronto. It's mm-hmm. the same distance. Yeah. 
But the difference is, I got stuck at a border when I go to Toronto. Yeah. Like, you know, or if I, you know, if, if, if I'm from Detroit, if I'm an artist from Detroit, I travel four hours to go to Chicago, no problem. Do a show, come back. Mm-hmm. If I'm an artist from, like, say I get a one-off show. Uh-huh. If I'm from Toronto and I want to go to Detroit and come back. Yeah. Why am I going to Detroit for one night? Yeah. Give a you know, like, bare questions. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... It, you know, it's, 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 it's that much of a pain. Yeah. And they can turn you down. You mm-hmm. have your, your P2, your visa. Really? They'll turn you down. Yeah. It's like, it's, 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 that's why, but that's why I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing. That's why we're trying to, that's why we're doing this, this, this Great Lakes Alliance. That's mm-hmm. why we're, that's why I'm going down to the States, building these bridges. Yeah. To, yeah, to facilitate this. Because it's, it's not only to benefit Toronto artists, mm-hmm. which is obviously a major goal because we don't get out enough. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're for all intents and purposes, Toronto is an island. Uh, but okay. Where are you gonna go from here? Like really and truly, Ottawa is it's decent, you know. Mm-hmm. Montreal, half of it's French, okay. so nothing against French people, nothing against Montreal. I love Montreal. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite cities in the world. Uh huh. Um, but the fact of the matter is, like the, the markets are kind of it's the markets different. It's different, there. completely because different. Because it's like mm-hmm. when you got when you got language barrier there. It's yeah. Like, and also they got a huge history steeped in like jazz and electronic music. Mm-hmm. So when you have those two already, and then you have this language barrier that like shit, you know, if you say less words and you rap less, you're probably better off there. <laughs> it's no surprise. It's no surprise that some of the best producers mm-hmm. come from Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, Lunis and it's, and it's, it's, it's an untouched sound. Yeah. Well, for him. Yeah. yeah, like that's dope. high classified. A track is from Montreal, dude. Like, trust me. Like they got they got great sounds, but I think as a as a as a rapper as an artist, you know, English speaker, you might you might have to kind of really like blow up somewhere else and kind of make your name there yeah. on your own before going there. Mm-hmm. But Montreal's a beautiful city, man. Yeah. Everyone's gonna go. That's kind of like how. Um, that's kind of how it is. Sometimes there's this group. I have to. I, I'll, I'll check my email and tell you later. But this group um, from up here that sends me artists, mm. uh, basically like they are from Africa. They've come here and they do hip hop, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like, I can play some. I can put some of your stuff on my site, but I can't put in. I can't put the stuff that isn't in English because mm. my family doesn't know. I mean, and first off, like you know, you're like you're saying French, or whatever. It may be a little bit difficult, but at least you guys have some French. Um, some French speakers here right. yeah no one unless we're talking like Spanish no one yeah, in the yeah, States yeah. would even remotely care to so I can't like I, I can't like I yeah. would want to and some of it sounds really good and it's, like, it's I, a little binary it's like yeah. you know, English or not <laughs> yeah, but, yeah and it's, it's silly yeah, but, yeah. but, but I mean, hey you know like I feel like that's one really cool thing about Montreal uh, there's a group called Nomadic Massive mm-hmm. I'm shouting them out right now and they have like because Montreal is not just French and English. Let yeah. me tell you, they got a lot of Spanish mm-hmm. there, a lot of Arabic. Okay, okay, so okay. I think Arabic is the third most spoken wow, language okay. in Montreal, and I think Spanish is right there with it too. Mm-hmm. Italian, a lot mm-hmm. of big, big Italian community, right? With Nomadic Massive, if you like listen to some of their stuff, they have like four languages on the same damn track, four or five languages. They be speaking like Swahili. That's fine. Actually, not Swahili. <laughs> actual Swahili like, on the track, and then they got French, English, Arabic, like. Spanish, like this, this, you know, they they got like it's it's really cool. They for 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 a Toronto artist to go to Montreal, the language might be a barrier, uh-huh, but uh-huh. to in Montreal, language is not a barrier. Language is like 
they embrace it. They embrace it. That's so I feel like that's what that's what's beautiful about Montreal. Um, it's it's kind of like again like you know double edged sword thing. It's, it's beautiful, beautiful about it. But if you're not like you know if if, if, if you're only speaking English, you might have a harder time busting <laughs> through. You know, maybe, Definitely, maybe, exactly. Maybe, maybe that's the problem. Maybe we just need to be linking up with different language artists. Yeah, yeah that's We're that's what brainstorming I, right now. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> no, that's what I was gonna say. You know, like if you're gonna put on the show, like I heard some horror stories about um, All Star Weekend here. But if you're gonna um, put on shows in another in another country or another um, uh, area, yeah, you need to really be working with people in that area. Right, you right. know, like if you are English speaking, right. if you're English speaking artist, right, right, you need to have two or three or four people right. on that bill that speak the language of people right. in that area so right. you, they can really understand right. and get it like yeah you are you are a feature you know like you are the yeah you're the outsider and that, that may that may look good but uh, can you bring people out mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. if, yeah you gotta align you gotta align with 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 what's really happening there exactly unless you're you know unless you're just on some international renown which you know like I'm t- we're talking about independent artistry right now. Yeah, you know? and that's um, not. I feel there. like kind of I don't I don't know what you're talking about with the horror stories. Uh-huh. Um, uh, sorry, what you're referring to, mm-hmm. and I don't want this to come across as like shots fired or anything. Yeah, like that. Yeah. But the thing is, with Toronto, like I said, it's an island. Mm-hmm. It's, the markets are limited here, right? Mm-hmm. So we got it. Like you know, dude, Chicago is dude. Pittsburgh is closer to us than Montreal is. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, but nobody knows that because there's a border there. There's yeah, a border. Yeah. It's, 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 the border is that it's, it's like an invisible line. It's like fucking Basically. everything up, right? Mm-hmm. So because of that fact, there's a lot of people from Toronto that actually migrate mm-hmm. to wherever: New York, Atlanta, Chicago, LA. Those mm-hmm. like four main places. Yeah. Nashville too. Yeah. So those those five places: Miami too, mm-hmm. for that matter. So a lot of people kind of go go down there, and also Austin, Texas. Basically, any music center in America. Exactly. Uh huh. People from Toronto will be there. So. I've seen, and again, not taking shots at anybody, but like people who are putting in a lot of work down there from from Toronto, they know people there, right? Yeah. So like, when when these brands and companies are trying to be like, "Yo, All Stars happening, mm-hmm. Toronto." Oh, I know you, you from Toronto, mm-hmm. but take it in. They haven't been in Toronto for in years. Mad long. Yeah. They don't know anything. They yep. don't. They don't know what the fuck is going on in Toronto. Yep. They're booking these venues that no one's ever heard of. Yep. They're like, how does some of these parties that you saw at All Star Weekend were empty and they should not have been? That's but the, the reason why the they were empty. I heard, yep. The reason why that happened was because, you know, you just you just kind of like say, hey, oh, I know you from Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's cool, or he's cool, or they're cool, whatever. Like, right? But yeah. like, dog, like. They're not here. They're not exactly. They are not here. Just and being like, from Toronto doesn't, doesn't qualify you to put on something in Toronto. Yeah. No, you it need to have you connected it, to the it city. It took Tory Lanez years yeah. to finally break through here in his hometown. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I'll tell you, I was in, I was in the states last year. Mm-hmm. I was in the states 2014. Yeah. I was in, every time I went there, people would be name dropping Tory Lanez. Yeah. And I'd be like, yo, like, I know who Tory Lanez is. <laughs> A lot of other people in the industry know who he is, mm-hmm. but Toronto on mass is not fucking yeah, with him. Yeah, right. It the took casual until fan. 2016, mm-hmm. and I've been seeing him on the scene since like 2009. Yeah. So, you know, it, it takes a long time to break through, and 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 a lot of these, and a lot of times when Toronto's not like the bridges aren't built mm-hmm. to connect Toronto to a lot of these markets, which is what we're trying to do. Yeah. Again, through the Great Lakes through the Academy, through the hustle. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you were the, the 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 event. Yes. On, Fantastic on event. I appreciate that. Fantastic, and I'm, I'm not. I'm not just. I'm not just saying because you're in my face. No, I had a good time. Believe me, Jesus Christ, I had a good time. Right, and I mean, there we had we had an artist from Cleveland mm-hmm. named Ezzy. Yes, yes, right? yes. And I'm gonna link up with him when I go back to New York. That's yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, we were talking, and and and, and I met him at A3C. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Oh yeah, like, yeah. You did. You did say that story on stage. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, it was just it's, it's a little. There's a little bit of like in everything I do. 
there's a little bit of like serendipity in, in it. You know, like I, I don't, I'm not a scholarly dude. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. when I was in school, I was, I was like, minds either. racing in different places and yeah, shit like me that. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not the type of dude to be like meticulously like following like every little thing, right? Mm-hmm. But if I find it, it, it was meant to be. Like, yeah. you know, that's that's how that's how we put on Post Malone mm-hmm. just for a show in Toronto. Mm-hmm. We did that. I heard it. I knew it. I liked it. I was like, let's get this guy. Yeah. And yeah. we we were ahead of everybody in Toronto yeah. in that in that yeah. way in that sense of putting on a show. With them, right. So. And that's really important because you know, um, I mean, even yeah. you know, from a from a perspective of branding, like you want to be known as the, that that first one that put them on. Like, yo, like, listen, if you want to find the new, the hottest, mm-hmm. newest mm-hmm. part, like, believe me, follow me. That's, mm-hmm. that, and mm-hmm. I, I I appreciate that. I love yeah, that. For sure. That's, that's that's what I, that's what I strive for as well. For sure. Yeah. I feel like I feel like when you when you we do we do want to be that mm-hmm. that guy that, mm-hmm. that, that group that the plug. plug yeah the plug, the plug. <laughs> <laughs> you know um we do want to be that we do want to be known as that and i feel like we have to as i got that independent ethos no matter where i go like i'm an independent artist that's where yeah. i cut my teeth um i started doing open mics and shit like that like mm-hmm. that's how like I, I just started ground zero right yeah um and same way with the, with the promotions it's like yo i'm not gonna be able to necessarily fill out compete with like some of the bigger promoters like mm-hmm. live nations like we're, we're running on our own pocket yeah. money you know what yep, i'm saying yep, like yeah um and it's a full-time tip like mm-hmm. and it's a full-time you know job so yes believe uh, me. so yeah so <laughs> I mean, like, i've been here since tuesday believe me <laughs> right right so with that said it's like kind of you were talking about competitive edge. It's like what where can we help like where mm-hmm. where else can we what can we do that these guys are not doing yeah it's yeah. like you know i'm like yo your publicist can take a vacation like yeah. just chill we got yeah. the press i'll be like you you want features you mm-hmm. want work with producers mm-hmm. blah 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 all that shit like just these connections that we've made yeah i've made as an independent artist mm-hmm. my partners have made mm-hmm. and they're working the scene like yeah. the academy was actually the the name was founded and by jesse otaki who's a staple in the scene mm-hmm. he was one of the founders of the manifesto festival yeah yeah oh i just i just looked at i looked that up yesterday say word and that's dope say word so like you know he 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 was one of the founders of that so he's been in the scene he was he, his he was the one who brought John Legend to Toronto for the first wow. time you know what I'm saying like wow. so so he's got those types of credentials and uh, yeah you know so it's crazy man it's crazy it's it's and we we got we got a good team around us but we're a hardworking team mm-hmm. and I feel like that's the competitive advantage and so when we put on an event and we bring in an artist from out of town like you know as he's not the first artist we've brought in from, mm-hmm. from out of town we, mm-hmm. we bend backwards for them to make sure that they have a good experience here and they make it worthwhile yeah uh, at the same time it's, it's about making that exchange right mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. eventually we want to get into to booking shows and getting artists from Toronto out, out through, there. you know, starting with the Great Lakes. That's the alliance, gotcha. right? And then I we got, got another, we got, got another you. whole, whole circuit going from New Orleans mm-hmm. up the East Coast to Toronto. So that yeah. that that includes like Philly, New York, mm-hmm. all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. So DC, you yeah. know, yeah, I, like it's it's just when you really look at it, like the world's your oyster, and and mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. you know, it takes a little bit of strategy, takes a little bit of planning, yeah, a lot of it, yeah, but, a lot of um, it, <laughs> but. But yeah, I feel like that's where we're. It's kind of like in, in a nutshell. I don't. I don't even know if I'm answering your questions anymore. I'm no, you know, you did. You, know, you did. But also on the top of that, like these po- podcasts are really more so about conversation and you know having people hear like what, what people go through to get, to get where they are. You know, so it, inspi- it it breathes inspiration. Believe me when I say that. It really does. Coming up on a future episode of the Encore Radio Show. Yo, what's up? My name is Justin Rosie, and now tuned in to the Encore Radio Show. Shit with Mickey Fags. Yeah. And I yeah. think the Mickey Fags shit kind of like 
it helped a lot of the shit. And then uh, I think Mickey was the first nigga that I could think about outside of my artists. Mm-hmm. Mickey was the first nigga that let me. Yo, Mickey let me do mad things. I can't lie. Not yeah. let me, but you know what I'm saying. Like as a producer, mm-hmm. like he was the first person that let me do like be on the hook of, my, yeah. of a song that uh-huh, I produced. Uh-huh. And he was letting me do a bunch of alternative shit, which yeah. was kind of cool. Because I'm a big NERD fan. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I was doing mad hip-hop shit, but like I, I would have like all this alternative like type of rock shit. And he was the first nigga that let me do it. And yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, So shout out to Mickey for doing that, man. Um, so let's talk. So, you know, you just you just talked about the Academy a little bit or whatnot, whatever. Yeah. And you're involved with the brand. And so let's talk about the Hustle Showcase. Like, mm-hmm. give me a little bit. Give me the history on that itself. Yeah, the Hustle Showcase, it's our flagship event. Okay, um, okay. We do it every single month. We've mm-hmm. not missed a, we've not missed a beat, you know, knock on, knock <laughs> knock on wood. On wood um, knock on wood, yeah. Since we launched in January of last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we just did our 14th edition. Yeah. We got our 15th one coming up in March. Mm-hmm. With um, Nitty Scott. That's when I was like, I was like, yeah, so. Oh, that's, that, that's actually. I'm from Brooklyn. That's actually something so, different. Yeah, we, that. we, that's, that's, that's the, um. We do other shows as well. So okay, the hustle okay. is like our main our main squeeze, mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. will. Our hustle the hustle is, is, is more of a showcase. We're we're trying to put a spotlight on, on up and coming artists, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. buzz acts. Yes. Some great Toronto talent that we've had on that stage are mm-hmm. the extremities. They were the first ones and Fresh Kills. He yeah. was actually in attendance last night, um, the other night. Yeah. Fresh Kills is this amazing NPC player. He's mm-hmm. toured the States like more times than he can remember. Yeah. Uh he's now he's touring Europe mm-hmm. like all over the place there you all go. over the map there you right? go there you go so he's this incredible NPC player we had him and his band mm-hmm. NPC DJ saxophone vocalist like magic yeah magic magic, magic, magic. you know so we had that and it was actually at a venue called the Piston which is right down the street from where we're at right now okay okay but um so we had that for the first year now we've moved on to a bigger and better venue called uh, the Drake Hotel the Drake Hotel yeah no yep. relation you know what? Busy. Doesn't even matter. It's gonna happen. It, it's, it would. Ha- it would. It would happen anyway. People would assume that. I assumed that when I first got there. I was right. like, "Well, this, no, no this like, isn't this some shit?" No relation. Yeah, no relation whatsoever. Um, actually, predates Drake's you know. <laughs> everything. Yeah, but like, I mean, you know, like, uh, that's it's, it's, an, it's, an, it's a showcase for up and coming artists. What are some artists you personally think are the next to rise from Canada? I don't want to just put it to Toronto. Mm. Or anything. Like, what do you think? Who are you some artists think are the next to rise from? from next here? to rise from Canada. Yeah. Um, Damn, there's so many. Like, let's start with Toronto. Just okay. Because that's 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 the one I'm most familiar with. Um, is Jacoy, mm-hmm. who uh, used to be a, known as a rapper as Raheem. Mm-hmm. He just he just up and started singing, and, and yeah. people were like, "Dog, you are an amazing singer. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, why didn't you just start this?" Yeah. Right? Like, um. So Jacoy, Daniel Caesar is, is buzzing hard. He's kind of like seen as a. Frank Ocean okay. type. Okay. Um, Roy Woods mm-hmm. on that OVO. Yeah, yeah, familiar yeah, with him. Yeah. Yep. Like, Roy Woods is like the way I, I the way I describe him is when the weekend came out, we were all like, it sounds like Michael. <laughs> when Roy Woods came out, we're like, yo, uh, n- no, the weekend's the weekend. This guy sounds like Michael. <laughs> okay. So perfect. That's that's that shit that Roy Woods is on. We got some some uh, you know Devonte just put out a. Great album, District mm-hmm. Vibe. Mm-hmm. It's got a Joey Badass feature mm-hmm. on it. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Another so. Brooklynite. Bless. And dog, I swear to God, you guys, you guys gotta check some of your fucking own because uh-huh. I heard a song Yo. from a New York rapper. I don't even know what his name is, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to give him light anyway. Yeah. And that that flow, mm-hmm. all of my wolves they got bare tits. Yo, I swear to God. Panda, I'm um designer. No, no, no. That's 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 Devante. First of all, 
But no, I'm not talking about designers. Somebody okay. else. Somebody else. Okay. a rapper. Mm-hmm. Not, not a trapper. Okay. Not, no offense <laughs> to designers. <laughs> like, but I, I'm not going to lie. We were, we were all, we were all, we, we all heard that in the studio. And we were like, yo, I, is that future or is that future? Believe me when I said that, we, we all thought the same thing in New yeah. York. Don't worry. We all thought the same meme. thing. I saw this great meme with the, I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> and it's, I can't believe it's not future. And it's like a picture of designers. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, we thought so, the same exact thing. Yeah. So I heard this one rapper, I don't even know his name, but like he basically he jacked that flow. Mm-hmm. All of my woes that got bit. Like he's he was saying like all of my he he even said all of my like mm-hmm. all of my like all of my probably I think it was like the N word. Yeah. I can't yeah, say yeah. I'm pretty Yeah, fair enough. Um all of my got like like dog, come on. Like yeah. that's Toronto. You just yeah. stop like you know, but They're I think I think I'm actually not even mad, I'm flattered. Yeah, because there it used you go. to be like Toronto that. was jacking New York. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, yo, everyone's jacking Toronto. Yeah. This is awesome. This is yeah, really so it's, cool. it's, it's, it's flattering, yeah. believe me. So Devontae, he's on there. Back to the topic at hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of females really doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Layla Hendricks, mm-hmm. she's a dope uh, Somali-Canadian mm-hmm. rapper. Um, I feel like she's really putting in some good work right now. Yeah. And, and she's going to be featured at the next Hustle March mm-hmm. 31st Perfect, okay. at the Drake Hotel. Okay. If anyone from Toronto is listening, come through. <laughs> Um, reach, mm-hmm. as we say. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Reach, reach, reach through. Um, and again, kind of going back to what we were talking about before about like you know the influence of our cultures and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Like she definitely, you listen to her and like a lot of these. Oh, there's a lot of it's a big so, uh, Somali community in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And there's okay. a lot of these rappers. A lot of them coming up, and they definitely you, you hear it. Mm-hmm. You hear a lot of like even like you know North African, Middle Eastern vibes, like yeah. Arabic influence in their music. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's the the, the the melodies yeah. and all that shit. Like so, like you, know, you hear the, per- the the Persian poetry in my stuff. You hear mm-hmm. like those those Arabic melodies in hers. You, know, mm-hmm. you hear like my producer is Jamaican. Mm-hmm. He's Chinese. No, he's half Chinese Jamaican. Okay, and the other half is Burmese. Dope. So, Dope. Wow. You know, that, that's why he's that's why his beats are so fucked. <laughs> he's, he's, he's all over the map, right? <laughs> so Layla Hendrix is definitely doing it. I got a shout out. Some really close fam to me. These are people I've believed in for a long time, and and if they got they're, they're gonna blow. They're gonna mm-hmm. blow for sure. Um, Venus Pagliacci, mm-hmm. she's a dope rapper and a singer. Mm-hmm. She can do, she can do it all. Tremaine mm-hmm. from Stay Out Late. Yeah, this is this okay. is this is my this is this is my blood brother. You know, like <laughs> not really. I'm not even part of this crew, but like <laughs> we were in Atlanta together, mm-hmm. and we basically we were like, yeah, we were like Brodies for that whole week for A3C. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm so thankful that he was there because I'm a lone wolf. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely. Too. I'm the same. I'm way. a connector, but I'm also a lone wolf, so mm-hmm. like I don't really have like m- much. Like, Affiliation, yeah, it's like yeah, being yeah. a producer, and you know, even then, like I might go a couple of weeks out without even like going to the studio. Or whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll be busy doing other musical endeavors, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, so like, uh, with Tremaine, you know, he's he's definitely he's definitely got he's on, up to some real good shit. Mm-hmm. Um. LC, the artist. Okay. He was okay. actually Phoenix and LC were both on the on the Sway freestyles that you can catch me on. Uh-huh. They were on part one. I was on part two. LC is doing a lot of good shit. Like. If you're in, if you're listening from NorCal, mm-hmm. you should check out Elsie the Artist because I, I, I actually got a chance to sneak peek his new album and I, I thought, yo, this peeps. is Sam Fran right here. Like I'm, I'm, I just closed my eyes and I went there. I love, <laughs> I love sneak peeks. I'm, 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 I'm on, I'm on, I'm on Fisherman's Wharf right now. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm biking. <laughs> I'm riding a bike I'm along Fisherman's Wharf. I'm at the Golden Gate Bridge. I see a seal. Oh my God. <laughs> But that's his that's his that's his vibe, you know. So so shout out all of them, and yeah. As far as I, I don't really, I don't really know what's going on outside of Toronto. I, yeah, I, that's fair. Nah, that's fair. Listen, Montreal's you know. got this dope singer. Her mm-hmm. name's uh, 
I don't know how you pronounce it. Nadia or Nade. Okay. N A A D E I. Uh huh. Nade. I don't know. She she just she dropped a track with with a future, uh, not future sorry, a two chains like feature on it. Really? Okay. Produced by High Classified. Yeah. Yo, when I see things like that and it's an artist that I've never heard of before, I'm like, wait a minute. How'd she get two chains yo, on the track? See? I'm, yo, I, but I, she's been grinding. She was, she was out in Miami. She moved to Miami just mm, to like work on music. That's, yeah, nah, that's beautiful. And that's beautiful. Her, her, um, she's got like, it, it sounds different because she's she's French. Mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. could tell from, you could just tell by listening to her. Like yeah. She's got like that French accent even when she sings. Mm, she sings okay. in English, so it's like, it's, it's cool. It's different. You want different, right? Yeah, so. you know, that's why I was, um, when Rihanna came out at first, I was really disappointed that you couldn't really hear her Beijing accent, but mm. as her as her career progressed, you start to see, you start to hear it a lot more, and I'm like, right. thank you, because yeah, you yeah. could have. I mean, if I close my eyes and I'm listening to you, I don't mm. want to, I don't want you to sound like Sierra or Beyonce or well, I mean not because both of the well, not Sierra, but Beyonce is really the singer, um, singer by itself, you know. Yes. But you know, in general, like I want you to sound like you. Please be right, you. Right, right, you know, right. different is good. And I mean, when she came out, not so much. Now, absolutely. Right. So I'm, yeah. I'm definitely here I feel for like that. Work is definitely a great example of that. Yeah. Like I just hear that, and I'm like, this is, I, I love it that it's like, like this is this is like a fuck you to the industry. Yes, this it is. Like a, we're not gonna do the whole what, album is we're just not gonna, like that. We're, we're not gonna do anything. Western or like mm. whatever Americanized. We're yeah. not gonna. We're gonna do us. Yeah, the you know, whole project is like that, man. The whole project, Jesus. Okay, um, so let's run through a couple things here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's talk about OVO for one second. Sure. So I understand the politics of the OVO brand its connection to Toronto. So I will tread very lightly here. Uh-huh. <laughs> but OVO obviously helps the city and its artists in terms of visibility and exposure. Yeah. You know, um, this it's it's undeniable that. Yeah. Say this would have happened, you know, like the Toronto scene would have been bubbling and would have blown up in ten years. Yeah. Ovio sped that up. Drake and yeah, himself yeah. sped did. that up. He so he's he's a once in a, he's a generational um, occurrence. Yeah, yeah. So you know, uh, there's I, I believe that, and I'm I'm here for that. Yeah. Do you think that Ovio hurts the city at the same time? Like, and and it does it suffocate it? Does it bubble things? Like, talk about it. Oh, I don't I don't think it hurts the city, man. I think it's just like here's the thing. Artists can't lose sight of the bigger picture. Okay, okay. And Toronto, unfortunately, us being in this quote-unquote island, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of being separated from the rest of the world, literally, you got to get a passport to go anywhere of consequence. Yeah, yes. No offense to Ottawa or Montreal. I love Montreal. <laughs> Again, you know, we, we already talked about this. Yeah, I'm we not did. Gonna go back to it. Yeah. But, um, you know, this definitely is big fish in a small pond mentality. Mm-hmm. So I believe that problem that an OVO could cause is if you get that 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 cosine it's very easy to get gassed up it's very mm-hmm. easy to lose sight of like mm-hmm. what's really important yeah. and what's really important is capitalizing on your local buzz and going somewhere else with yeah. it you know like Jazz Cartier uh who's blowing up from mm-hmm. Toronto mm-hmm. shout uh, out to him I can't believe I didn't mention him Hotel <laughs> Paranoia was right? fire you know like so Jazz Cartier I mean he he did it without um, an OVO Co-sign. affiliation, so you don't need OVO. He's doing it without OVO, you mm-hmm. know. And I feel like, in his in the interviews I've seen from him, he's definitely a, a subscriber to that belief that, you know, local fame is a killer. Yeah, like, we've seen it before OVO. We've mm-hmm. seen it like, we've had a a, a, a hip hop radio station for fifteen, 15 years. Fifteen years, yep. I right, like, actually. You could you could argue we only had it for about ten years, and then it got bought out by a mega corporation, and now it's kind of 
It's it's waste now. Like, like New York. Nobody, okay. Nobody, like New York. You know what? No, not like New York. I I'm telling you, man. You guys don't know. Like, you guys don't shit talk. Hot 97 and Power 10 Power. Mm. Like, don't do that. Like, really? Come to Toronto. Listen to our radio shit and fucking you will. You like honestly, when I go to the states, I listen mm. to the like I listen to land radio on mm. the states. Mm-hmm. In the states, yeah. I listen to land radio in the states. I come back and I listen to land radio in Toronto. I want to crash my car. Seriously. Dog, that is our biggest issue right now because like it's it's just it's 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 not even not even com- not even comparable. Yeah, but see the thing is that okay, so only from my perspective, right? Only two, so to only two companies basically own like ninety percent of all the radio stations right. in New York. I mean, right. in, in in the country. In states, yeah. yeah, right. That's you why you I, listen to PRI, man, or you know, not NPR. <laughs> you know what I do? What I what I try to do? I mean, because I don't I don't I don't own a radio. I don't. I'm always in the train, so I don't. I, yes. I'm away from that stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I do get in the car, yeah. those ra- ra- those random moments, or whatever, and I listen to stuff, and I'm like, all right, so I've been in the car for 45 minutes, and I've heard the same song three times. Yes. Like, I, that can't yes. happen. Yes, yes, yes. That can't happen. Right. There's so much music in the world that yeah, yeah. cannot happen. Like you can't tell. Them. So you know, but for them, it's all about metrics and numbers right. and stuff, whatever. Right. You know, and I understand it's a business. Yeah. But if we're in New York, and I mean, I'm not a Troy Ave fan yeah, yeah, yeah. by any imagination. Yeah, yeah. But if we're in New York and Troy Ave isn't is it, doesn't get played, how you know? If yeah. jo- Joey, I think I sort of got to might have heard, I might have heard Joey about us on, on the on the radio like four times. Yeah, for sure. You know, so that like that hurt. That's that's what makes us upset. Whatever. It's you know, because like, if you go to Cali, you go to Atlanta way. or I mean, Texas, you I, hear them. Yeah, I feel like I'm not gonna support land radio. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not I'm not saying that at all. Yeah, um, but I do feel like uh, kind of going back to there's got to be some kind of like a standard, this and that. Like mm-hmm. you know, things fall in line from there. Your your land radio will do its job, which yeah. is play the mainstream, mm-hmm. right? For the casual fan. Yeah, play that shit. You know, like whatever. Like, and and, and frankly, I have heard Troy Ave on on Hot, mm-hmm. and you know, I have heard J Cole on Hot mm-hmm. and like stuff like that. And like when when it's popping. Yeah. In Toronto, it's more like they might wait a bit, see if it cracks. We also have these. CanCon rules, mm-hmm. which are like you have to play thirty five percent Canadian I heard music, that. I heard about which that is yesterday. a good idea in theory, mm-hmm. but it gets hijacked. And then instead of playing like a Tory Lane song, they'll play a, like a, a Tanache song, mm-hmm. but the Drake remix because that counts as Canadian content, <laughs> wow, right? So like, okay. you know, so so that's that's kind of bullshit right mm-hmm. there. But I feel like your land radio does its job. Mm-hmm. Play the mainstream shit. Play the hot shit. Play the trap shit. Yeah. Play it. Right? Mm-hmm. Is the real fan gonna really want all that? No. Nope. They're not. But when you do that, when you do your job, then everything else can fall in line. Mm-hmm. Then the real fan can start looking other places for other music. Instead, what we have in Toronto is that the radio does not do its job. Yeah. They play they have this bootleg definition of, of, of what they should be playing. Yeah. They're they're kind of just like stuck in this like, oh, you know what sells nineties hip hop. So they're like it it really it sounds like some white folks got together in a boardroom uh-huh. and were like Oh man, I heard this uh, Biggie compilation. This is Bad Boy <laughs> compilation. It's good, eh? It's, that's what it sounds like to me. And they just start playing that shit. Like, like, do your job. Play what's hot. You know, yeah. like play that shit so that the casual fan, the casual fan can get that, and the real, then the more in depth hip hop fan can start digging for underground stuff. Yeah. Instead, you have the real fan digging for mainstream stuff. Mm. You go to a club, that's the only place you can hear I'm in love with the Coco. That's a bad thing. That's a wrong yeah. thing because the club should not be playing that shit. The yeah. club should be playing like the, the, the Sangos. The club yeah. should be playing the Jazz Cartiers. Mm-hmm. Supporting the, you know, the, no, fuck it. The radio should be playing Jazz Cartier. That's the radio crazy. should be playing tournaments. I was in LA when, if you're reading this, dropped. Mm. They played the whole album. 
front to back. I was there in the car listening to it on power. I asked people in Toronto, I was like, did they do that here? And they're like, no. Nah. No. Nah. They pulled up Legend four times. They started playing it. Pull up, pull up, pull up. Started playing. I, th- I thought I was in Toronto. I, I, and I was in LA. I thought I was in Toronto. And out here in Toronto, what are they playing? They're playing, I'm, they're playing I'll be missing you. You know what wow. I'm missing? I'm missing some kind of real fucking structure in yeah. the Toronto music scene. Um, and it's like, again, I'm not, I'm not condoning land radio. Uh-huh. I don't listen to it myself. Yeah. I prefer my SoundCloud stream. The, the, oh, man, like, there mean, you go. Sorry, fuck all you pay to play, you like, you know, streaming services. I got SoundCloud. Facts. SoundCloud. Facts. Facts only. I got SoundCloud. <laughs> like, thank you. Um, you know, and I, it, SoundCloud is like, I love, I love SoundCloud for the same reason I love Twitter. Mm-hmm. I can control what I get. Yeah. If I don't like you on Twitter, I will unfollow you. I have yeah. no qualms about that. Yeah. If you're just destroying my timeline with like with nonsense, <laughs> nonsense, I will unfollow you mm-hmm. straight up. Mm-hmm. And again, like if you play good music, uh, if you repost good tracks on your SoundCloud, yeah. I will follow you. Yeah. And then I will just play my stream and I'll be like, yeah, I'll be put on to stuff. Yeah. I get put on to music all the time that way. Mm-hmm. All the time. So, you know, I'm not condoning, like, I'm not saying, like, you got to listen to Land Radio, but I do feel, and this is my personal opinion, but mm-hmm. I do feel like they got a job to do and they got to do that job for everything, for all the ducks to fall in line. Yeah. You see, the funny thing with what you said is that, um, I'm pretty similar, so my show wouldn't have would not have existed if Land Radio, if I felt like Land Radio was doing their job, right? You know, so I'm glad. Like I, I, I said yeah, this yeah. whatever a little while ago. I was like, yo, you know, honestly, like I'm glad that they were not doing what I was looking for because right. it gave me an avenue to do what I do now. Right, so right, it's right. perfect. It's perfect. I, yeah. I was, I, I wanted, for a long time. I was really mad at that, that, that whole the 107 team Ebro and all. Of that. I was like, nah, that, that gave Ebro. I was like, yo, you know what? Shout out to you because without you, I wouldn't be doing this. Yeah, yeah, I would not be in Toronto right, right, right now right, at right. all. I'd be stuck in a cubicle. And I mean, and, and, and let's also thank technology for that too because it's yes, like it's absolutely all, uh, an outlet and uh, all a way a means to get our stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Because and at the same time, like. Land radio is becoming more irrelevant, and yeah, their playlists their are getting shorter and more restricted. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the casual the casual music fan today probably I don't know the numbers, but they probably know less music than the casual music fan did twenty years ago. Facts. Oh, that's no, that's absolute facts. Believe me, that's an absolute fact. Like, you know, you I, yeah. I won't even go into that. Yeah. I won't even go into that. So but yet, yet we have technology which is accessible on so many different levels down to the creative level mm-hmm. where you know you can make a beat on your iP- your iPhone yeah, or like your your Blackberry you mm-hmm. know whatever you can do that stuff so you have more music being created more being proliferated mm-hmm. a bigger need for music because yeah. there's more customers mm-hmm. around the world globally mm-hmm. yet the mainstream is only stuck on like you know three things cuz they they just want the safe thing cuz cuz yes, all the technology yes, has also yes. taken all the money out of the industry mm-hmm. so it's like if they're not investing in something safe they don't want it yeah. so you know, with that said, like, yes, they got to do their job, but at the same time, and their job is to play that mainstream bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but, Facts. you know, like, dude, I'm in L.A. Uh, I was in L.A. another occasion in September 2014. Mm-hmm. They were playing the McConan Drake song. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. They weren't playing that shit in Toronto. They were still playing shit from, like, fucking, what? So you Take can't care. Be, you can't be outdated, for <laughs> I say. Like, you cannot yeah. be outdated. You can't be outdated, man. You but cannot. that's that's their whole mo was being outdated. Their whole mo was like, <laughs> let's make no, sure this true. is let's make sure this sticks. That is their let's business it, plan. Let's give it ten years. If it's still if it's still relevant in ten years, we're gonna play it now. <laughs> ten years later, 
Fact. Crazy, man. Oh, I remember man. Two, 2001, Fallen by Alicia Keys was the biggest damn song. And it was like number one on, on 106 in Park over mm-hmm, and over again. Mm-hmm. I think they started playing it in Canada in 2002. Wow. That's that's beyond unacceptable. I'm going to drop the mic right now. <laughs> that's beyond unacceptable. Wow. All right. So let's wrap this up or whatnot. So let's talk about 2016, man. Um, you know. What plans do you and the brand have scheduled? Like, what festivals yeah. will you be participating in or building here and abroad? The plan is to be everywhere, like mm. all these festivals. To be, can- Toronto's got a great. Toronto's in a great position as Canada's hub. Okay. Yes. Because we have yes. many music festivals, mm-hmm. conference style festivals, mm-hmm. festival style festivals. I'll be back for North, North by Northeast, by the way. So North by Northeast is one yeah, of the conference style festivals. That, yeah. Canadian Music Week, you gotta be back mm-hmm. for that too. Okay. When is That's that? That's in early May. May. Okay. So okay. We're, we're planning on having a presence there. We mm-hmm. got. We already got one show confirmed. Mm-hmm. We're bringing Drum. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Okay. Guy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I know. That's May fifth. <laughs> The Cha Cha guy. guy. Yeah, not, the only Cha Cha guy. Not Hotline Bling. The, ch- the, the Cha-Cha only Cha Cha guy. Yeah, yeah. facts. So we're bringing him May fifth at Revival, mm-hmm. uh, part of Canadian Music Week. We're working on some other shows. We want to launch the Great Lakes Alliance mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. that um, at that event. Yeah. So that's our our our, prior, our focus right now, festival wise, is Canadian Music Week. Mm-hmm. But we're also we got some 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 irons in the fire for yeah. For North by as well, and uh, that's the North by's in June. Mm-hmm. Manifesto Festival is in September. Mm-hmm. Hip hop like only. Yeah. Um, I would love to build a bridge between Manifesto and A3C. Yeah. And kind of oh, have a touring fantastic. circuit to go down there. Get some. Get a get a get a bu- get a bus or a van. Get mm-hmm. a van full of like you know independent Toronto artists and just stop Hit by stop and yep. go down there. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, why not? Like that's my my plan is to to. My plan for 2016 and beyond is to just start 2016 and start building these circuits, mm-hmm. getting these 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 uh, networks of promoters, artists, venues, yeah. curators together, mm-hmm. and then for 2017 to really just kind of make it a system, make it a machine. Like, yeah. All right, cool. Now you go. Now you Facts. go. Now you go. And uh, so that's that's the plan is to connect people from Toronto to the states mm-hmm. and abroad to you know we got like. Man's like Junior T. He's mm-hmm. out in Europe all the mm-hmm. time. You know, mm-hmm. like Relic just did a tour in Australia. He's yeah. out in Europe all the time yeah. too, uh, as well as Australia. And you know, there's there's a big music festival in like Singapore in mm-hmm. May. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be everywhere. I want to be at A3C again. Yeah. So hopefully this time doing a showcase. Mm-hmm. I would I would love that to bring some Toronto there. And what I've also found, and I really this really was nailed home to me while I was at A3C, is that not only are Toronto artists not getting to the states enough. But American artists yep. have this thing about Toronto where I couldn't really put a finger to it before. I was like, because everyone in Toronto thinks that, like, because of Drake, we have this, like, buzz going on, which mm-hmm. we do. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't really put a finger to it. So I, I realized what it was. It's an intrigue. Mm-hmm. Americans are intrigued by Toronto, but have, for the most part, never been. Yeah. Or yeah, they don't go as often, right? A lot of Americans don't have a passport. So. Right. That's that thing, too. You know, I just listened to an interview with Saul Williams, and he said 14% of Americans have passports. Yeah. Yeah. Which is insanity. Yeah. But it makes sense because y'all can go wherever you want mm-hmm. within your own country. We, yeah. we need a passport to go anywhere. Yeah. We want to be warm. We, what are our options in the winter? Bank, Vancouver? I, no. So they still, it still snows over there. <laughs> so we, we have to get a passport to, to, get, to get some sun. You guys yeah. can just go to Florida. True. Right? Or Texas. Or Texas. Or Cali. Or, Cali, or wherever. Or I mean, tell about North Carolina. Exactly. But just by the time I get to Virginia, it's already warm. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Yeah, so, you're like, right. you know, so, so you guys, you guys got it good that way. But at the same time, I feel like the crazy thing is, like, as he just came up, mm. um, he didn't have a passport. 
before he came up. Oh, okay, so yeah. So now he has a passport, and yeah. it's like I want Canada to, I want Toronto to be like that, you know, that that gate mm-hmm. way to the whole world. It's like, yeah, you never thought about Toronto. If you never thought about Toronto, you probably never thought about Europe. You definitely haven't. You probably never thought about Asia. Mm-hmm. You probably never thought about South America. Mm-hmm. You know, that's very true. Like, I mean, granted, there's a you know, <laughs> high Latino population in uh in, in America, so maybe they have thought. Of, South America. They may have thought about it, but they've yeah. been envisioning themselves there. Right, right, right. Different, yeah. different story, right? So, mm-hmm. so um, you know, we, I feel like there's, there's, there's an opportunity there to get American artists up to Toronto, which mm-hmm. honestly is like, it's, it's just not part of the circuit. Like, yeah. if you look at a lot of artists touring circuits, it makes no sense because they'll do like, again, like I said, like they'll do like Detroit, like Buffalo, whatever, all this stuff. No Toronto. Those like. New England, no yeah. Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. Like why even make it? Why even go all the way up there and not right, hit right. those places? They're right and, there. And then at the same time, they'll do a Canadian tour, which is like you're going out west, mm-hmm. and then you're going to Winnipeg, and then you're going to Toronto. It's like that makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. It's faster to go from Winnipeg to Toronto if you go through the states. Yeah, you need just need structure. You need the structure. Yeah, like, structure's not there right, right. now. Right. I mean, if if I'm if I'm routing a tour from Winnipeg to Toronto, you know where I'm going on on the way? Nowhere in Canada. <laughs> I'm going to Minneapolis, uh-huh. Milwaukee, Chicago, yeah. Detroit. And then Toronto. People don't know that Minneapolis has a massive hip hop scene. They Huge. have no idea. Shout out to um, Allen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's man. We great music be made everywhere, and Toronto included. And you know, we want to bring great artists that are making music in the states mm-hmm. to Toronto. Yeah. And we want to do that vice versa too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's 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 an exchange, really. Yeah. We can we can do some things. We should we should we should, we should call it the exchange rate. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're gonna do some things, man. So yeah, I want definitely want to thank you for coming on to the Uncle Radio Show. Really appreciate it again at Crossword MC. Yeah, at Crossword MC and also at Academy Presents. Yes, yes, Facebook, yes. Instagram, Twitter, website CrosswordMC.com. CrosswordMC.com. Right? Correct. Yeah. All right, folks. And we out. Uncle Radio Show. Good morning. The Uncle Radio Show podcast is an indie creative network production recorded at Real Life Studios, produced by Lance Huff and executively produced by Chris Copesetic.